Our next retreat is finally here. It's called Adventures in Energetics, and it's happening November 8th to the 14th, 2024 in Boquete, Panama. This seven-day, six-night retreat in the beautiful cloud forest of Panama is going to be a unique experience. This program is a not-for-beginners retreat. And what I mean by that is you will actually have to fill out an application before you will be accepted to be able to register for the program because we are going to be doing more advanced level energetics and I need to make sure that everybody who comes is actually ready for the work. We will be doing a Kundalini awakening. We will be doing group visioning process called a spiritual canoe. We will be doing daily presence practices and working on expanding our energy. We will be doing daily rituals. This process will be related to specifically the people who are there because in addition to filling out the questionnaire about what your experience is, you're also gonna ask for what it is that you'd like to learn. So part of the curriculum for this is set and part of it will be designed around the desires of the participants. I only have 20 beds available for this retreat, so it will fill up quickly. So this is the time to register. Do not wait. To find out more, go to kellysparta.com forward slash retreat. I look forward to seeing you there. Another blood red sunset and yet another moon face and still another hundred miles to my next resting place. Driving down the road, eyes on the horizon, within my car I'm all Feeling good and feeling strong Knowing that this path I'm on brings me to myself I'm driving Hello and welcome to Spirit Sherpa, the show that helps and encourages you on your journey to unlock your magic mojo. If you're new to this type of work, we suggest you start with episode one and move your way forward from there. Each episode builds on the last and you'll have a solid understanding of the spiritual world by the time you get to the end. If you're further along in your journey, start at episode 98. And if you're ready to step into being a spiritual practitioner or teacher yourself, then episode 200 is the best place for you to start. Wherever you are in your journey, we are here to guide you to the next level. With me, as always, to share her insights and her wisdom wisdom is Kelly Sparta, the spirit doctor. <laughs> hey, Kelly, how are you? Hey, Jill. Oh, my I'm gosh. Good. How are you? I'm getting tongue-tied as I'll get out. <laughs> well, you know, we are still in the shadow of Mercury retrograde. So, you know, shit happens. Yes. Yeah. And there's <laughs> It's my been showing itself. Explicit reading already. <laughs> can't help myself. It is. It's okay. <laughs> Welcome to Spirit Sherpa. <laughs> yes. If you don't like to cuss, you should go find another podcast. So, <laughs> yes, we got to go there. Yeah. Well, anyway, you know, eh, we're like that. Anyway, the uh, so the uh, the episode today is spiritual entrepreneurs collecting certifications. Now, I keep running into people who are doing this right now. And Kathy was like way into this for years when she and I first started working together. And, um, and so I wanted to talk about it today because it is something that I see happen a lot in the spiritual entrepreneurship industry. The, I see it happen a lot. And there's, there's a couple of reasons. One is that we feel like we don't know enough 
Okay. And in the beginning, when you're just getting started, you don't know enough. And so getting a few certifications under your belt, no big deal, right? They give you a a solid foundation from which to spring forth, right? And I'm not talking to the newbies here. Okay. I'm not talking to the new spiritual practitioners. I'm talking to those of you who have been in for five, seven, 10, 20 years, and you're still getting certifications. Okay. So we but it makes talk. me feel good. I know. I know. So <laughs> here's the thing. Okay. And, and I want to talk about certifications in general, but I want to talk to the, I want to talk to the people who've been in for a while, right? There, if you have been in for a long time, if you have been teaching for a long time and you're still not making a living or not making enough of a living, like you're like eking by, right? And you're still going out and getting certification after certification after certification. You do not have a I don't know enough issue. You have a value issue. You have an internalized, you have not internalized your value as a practitioner. And you still are seeking external validation, which is also why you're not making money. Okay, because you are seeking validation along with your payment, which means you get paid a lot less because you can't charge both without taking a discount on one or the other. Right. So this is the thing. And so if if that's you, there's work to be done. Okay, and, you know, give me a shout. I can help you. (laughs) But the this is why you're having this problem. Stop spending your money on more certifications. You probably already know enough. Okay, let me just say that. All right, now let's come back to the people earlier on in their process and let's talk about certifications in general, okay? So there are a million billion certifications out there. I mean, you can't throw a rock in the spiritual world and not hit five different certifications, okay? So how do we choose which one to do? How do we know whether or not it has everything we need? How do we decide what the best use of our time and money is and and then whether or not we're going to get anything out of it? Okay? Really valid questions. So I want to talk to you about that right now because the first thing, and we've talked about this before in the cross-discipline approach, which is that this world is very siloed. So like the wellness community doesn't talk to the magic community, doesn't talk to the energetic healing community, doesn't talk to the divination community. I mean, nobody talks to each other, right? So you have to keep in mind that that's going to be the case as you're going through and looking at your certifications. And so what you have to decide as you're going in is, do I want to stay in my silo Or do I want to expand my silo into a new silo? Okay. And that's going to be the first question you ask yourself whenever you're looking at a certification, unless it's your first. If it's your first, then that's a, that's a different question. If it's your first certification, then what you have to ask is, do I feel real resonance with the work? Okay. Because don't get a certification just because everybody gets a certification. Okay, I just want to say that first, because, you know, there's a million billion Reiki practitioners out there. If you don't feel resonant with Reiki, don't get a certification in it. Okay, so don't do it just because it's the thing everybody does. Okay, if it's the thing everybody does, it will not be terribly valued. So keep that in mind. Okay, if a certification is inexpensive, it is probably something that a lot of people have. 
And therefore, it will not be a differentiator for you in your work in, in differentiating yourself in the industry, right? So if... Or it's a scam, or it could be even be a scam. It could be a scam. I, yeah. Yeah, because when I was uh, looking for my Reiki classes and all that, and I and you literally Googled Reiki, and, and I'm like, wait a minute, what, what do you mean it's like 10 bucks? No, kid you not. 10 bucks, internet, and it was like in one day, two-hour class, and then all of a sudden, I'm Reiki certified. And I'm like, what? What you talking about? And you, you know, and I could print out my own certificate after I watched this two hour video. I'm like, you know, you know, so there's a lot more. So just be cautious of that. And so, you know, (laughs) you get what you pay for. Right. But I mean, that's not to say that you can't find scams anywhere. You can find scams in high ticket offerings just as easily as in low ticket offerings. But, you know, the, the key is you want something that's going to differentiate you from the competition. That's what you want. And so you want to pick something that is not common, but is not unheard of. So there's a differential. If this is your first certification, you want something that is not something everybody has, but you also want it to be something people know exists and therefore will want. Because if you have to explain to them what it is that you're doing on top of trying to sell them into buying it, you've, you've made it twice as hard for yourself to sell that system than it would be if you picked something that everybody knew what it was, right? So like, um, you know, Reiki is very common. Access bars is very common. You know, there's there's a bunch of certifications out there. And, and even if I haven't heard of the actual certification, if it is something that I understand, right? So like I went to an event in 2021, where they were doing iridology, which is you read the iris of the eye. And it was fascinating. But I had no idea what it was. Right. And I looked at it and went, that's strange. I just happened to meet the person who was doing it and liked her. And so I heard about it. But, you know, she had to fight against that initial the hell is this, you know? <laughs> and and that's that's the thing, right? Is that it doesn't matter what it is. If people have never had an experience of something even similar to it, it makes it very difficult. So, you know, for years, Kathy and I had this problem with our retreats. We did these amazing transformation. We do these amazing transformational retreats, right? But nobody had a point of reference for it, right? It took me years to come up with language that said, you know those experiences that you have in your life that that when you make a dis- that that you come to this choice point that forces you to make a decision one way or another and your life is never the same and people go oh yeah I know those experiences I've had like one maybe two oh yeah those are those are wow and then I say we manufacture those experiences and give you an opportunity to make choices on a regular basis and they go oh right? Now they get it. But it took me fucking years to figure that out. Okay. And, and and this is what I'm saying. Don't make it hard on yourself. I made it very hard on myself. Okay. You know, for years we were like, oh, well, it's a, it's like a live shamanic journey and nobody knew what a shamanic journey was. And I'm like, okay, well, it's like a live guided meditation. And people are like, I have never done a guided meditation. I'm like, oh my God. Okay. I have no idea how to go with. I'm like, I tried so many different things, right? This is what I'm saying. This is what you will go through if you pick something that is obscure, right? And 
the thing I'm going to say is all of these programs are going to say, oh, we're going to give you marketing materials to, to help you figure out how to do this. Before you sign up for something that says that they're going to give you marketing materials to do it, I, I want you to talk to people in your country who have used those marketing materials and see how well they work. Because like Kathy signed up for systemic constellation work and family constellation work, which were huge in Europe, huge. Everybody knows what they are. Everybody's doing them. It's a big deal in Europe. No one has a freaking clue what they are here. Okay. You just, you never hear about them. And she did this work 20 years ago when it was even less well-known, right? And she came and she started using market materials and she got crickets because nobody knew what it was. And it was so outside of the paradigm of anything anybody had ever done that they were just like, what's that? Nah, never mind. Move it on. Give me a Reiki treatment, right? So, but that's what happens, right? So if you're going to pick a certification, pick something that is going to help you to market yourself and your services, especially if it's your first certification. Um, but I mean, it works in general, but if you have one of those under your belt, you can then have the more obscure ones later because you bring people in on the one that is understandable to the public. And then you, once they know, like, and trust you, they want more of what you do and you can give them the obscure stuff after that. Right. So, you know, okay, fine. Okay. So don't make it hard on yourself. So you've picked your first certification and you've gotten one that is both differentiating from the competition and not so obscure that you can still market it. And you've talked to people who are using the marketing materials that they are providing and saying, oh, yes, they work. And you've determined that, yes, in fact, they do work. Okay. And by the way, if somebody promises to send you leads, do not ever believe them. Okay. I'm just going to say that right now. If they say, oh, we're going to send you leads. I have never met anyone who paid for a certification who actually received leads from a company in 25 years of being in this industry. And I've met many people who paid for certifications that promise leads. Okay. So whatever certification you go out for, plan on marketing it yourself with no help from the company. And if you are not comfortable doing that, then you should not pay for that certification. That's how this goes. Okay. So I'm giving you some hard truths here. <laughs> and somebody's going to write to me and say, Oh, but there was this one certification I did, and they gave me great leads. And I'm, I'm, I will say I'm so happy for you. Okay. But I, I will tell you that that is not the norm. Okay. And that, <laughs> and and that could norm. be the exception. It would be the exception that proves the rule. Yes. <laughs> so I'm just saying, be be very, very skeptical about promises of leads, unless you talk to people, multiple people who are receiving leads from that company. And, and then I would still be a little skeptical because they may be people that they just have talked to you about it. But I would also ask the company to talk to people who have not who who are no longer in the certification process. So some certifications are one and done. Uh, some are ongoing. You have to do continuing education and things like that, right? Uh, I would really ask to talk to somebody for whom the certification did not work out. Either they asked for a refund 
or they uh, did not continue with their with keeping up their uh, continuing education. And that gives you a lot of information, right? Because what you're doing is you're buying into somebody else's business model. And so you want to know when you buy into somebody else's business model, what am I getting? Right. And so you want the good and the bad, right? When you read a review on Amazon, you read the five stars and you read the one stars, right? You know, you want to know what what are most people thinking? You look and see what the spread is and what's the majority of the spread and what are the people saying in general in that that spread? And then you look at what are the people who hated it saying, right? And so this is your way of doing that within that sort of structure, okay? Are certifications always tied to a business model? They're usually tied to, I mean, the, the purpose of a certification is so that you can market yourself in it. That's, that's, I mean, could you get it just because you want it? Absolutely. If you're not going to do anything with it, if you're not going to sell any services, then, you know, do whatever you want, right? But this is the Spiritual Entrepreneurs Collecting Certifications episode. So we're, we're assuming the, the uses for a business. But yeah, um, most of the time, a certification is for use for business purposes. So, um, uh, you know, but I mean, there's exceptions, obviously, if you're going to channel or, you know, do mediumship, maybe you want to do that for your own benefit. Totally fine. Nothing wrong with those. By all means, you know, do whatever you want there. But if you're going to sell the services, these are the things I want you to think about. Okay. Now, I guess, um, I, well, yep. what I, sorry, sorry. What, <laughs> what I meant was, um, and probably have different definitions. I I thought you were meaning that the business model, how said teacher sets up their business would be linked to the certification, meaning um, if they have it set up, I'm making this up as a corporation, as a limited LC, and then how they conduct that business. That's what I was thinking as, as the business model. So, so just, it's just you know two different definitions. So when yeah, certification is more about here is how you do the work, and then here is how you market it. Right? the The business model they may give you a business model, they may not. Depends on how in depth the certification is and how in depth the the process is that they're doing. Um, you know, some people are basically just giving you a product to sell. You know, it's a specific kind of service that you sell, in which case you're not going to get a lot of business model out of that. You're just going to have another service that you tack on to what you do. So, you know, like a massage therapist may get a cranial sacral certification. They may get a Reiki certification. They may get, these are all tack on services that they can offer underneath the heading of massage therapist, right? Yeah. So, you know, there's those types of certifications. And then there are certifications that are meant to be, you know, this is your business and you're doing this business and you may tack on other things to it, but this is robust enough to be an entire business by itself. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Now, yep. Now I got it. Okay. So, and that's things like coaching certifications, right? That sort of thing. You know, with a coaching certification, well, okay, you, you're certified to coach, now, if you want, you could tack on some other things. Maybe you do energy healing and do some Reiki. Maybe you do, you know, this particular type of coaching that is unique, you know, executive coaching or, you know, energetic coaching or whatever, right? So you can tack those things on to the coach certification. Make sense? 
Yeah. So some are robust enough to be their own thing. Make sure that for your first one, and that's a good question, because make sure your first one, you're getting something that is robust enough to be its own thing and not something that's a tack on, right? So are you going to get a ton of people coming in for cranial sacral, sacral work? Probably not. I mean, there are probably people out there doing cranial sacral that are like, yes, I've built an entire practice around it. And, and maybe you did, okay? But when I think of it, I think of it as something that I tack on to a massage or, you know, I don't, I don't think of it as its own thing. And I know it is. I've had cranial sacral done. It is its own thing. Don't come for me. Okay. <laughs> but, but, you know, it's not something that, that the vast majority of people go looking for cranial sacral work. You know, if you ask the average person in, in the spiritual community, what does cranial sacral work do? They probably can't tell you. Okay. I can't tell you. Right. I have no clue what you just said. Yeah. I'm I'm good enough to repeat the words. Right. <laughs> so this is what I'm saying, right? You want something that is robust enough and, and recognizable enough that people go, oh, I know what that is and I want it. Yeah. So like my, for my cert, first certification would not be in crystal healing with Reiki. I would first need to do the Reiki and then tack on the crystal. That way the crystals work with the Reiki. Yes. That's the idea. Yeah. So, you know, these are the sorts of things that you want to pay attention to and, and that they provide you with a foundation, right? So, you know, some things, because they're taught in a smaller, you know, more niched silo, don't have greater information. And so, you know, for instance, one of the things that I've seen a lot in the Western Tantra community is that they do a lot of second chakra based work because it's so Tantra is a larger healing process. It's about coming into balance between the masculine and the feminine. And there is a red path, uh, which is the sexuality path. And then there is the white path, which is the healing path. And in Western and, and both paths have all seven chakras worth of, of work within them in their traditional form. In Western society, in Western Tantra culture, they're usually doing only the red path and the sexuality work within that red path. And so they end up very heavily skewed towards the second chakra with the other chakras not having been addressed very much, right? So sometimes you've, you're going to end up with that. Not to say that, that getting a Tantra certification is a bad idea. It's not. But if you do that and you don't want to end up imbalanced in the way that the current structure is teaching it, either you need to go back to its original source and get a more broad-based education or you need something that fills in the gaps, right? And, and that's what I'm talking about, okay? So what you need to look at is what are the limitations of what the information is that I'm getting? And sometimes you won't know that until you finish the certification, right? You'll get to the end and you'll be like, oh, okay, so I learned this skill, but I didn't, I didn't learn how to hold a safe container for it. I didn't learn how to do good energetic hygiene. I didn't learn how to clear myself. I didn't learn how to hold my energy. I didn't know, learn how to protect myself. I didn't learn how to, uh, set, you know, protect my space so that random, you know, I'm doing this out of my home and I don't want random people bringing random energies into my house, right? I, I, I didn't learn how to do any of these things, right? So now what do I do? Okay, that's when you look for something that, that fills in the gaps, 
because everything's taught in silos, it is very common that you will need something that fills in the gaps. That's what I'm talking about here. So when you're collecting certifications, you want to make a conscious choice. You don't want to just go with whatever happens to come across your your feed because, you know, we pay for ads for stuff like that to come across your feed, okay? It's not necessarily the universe talking to you, right? People pay for ads for that, right? So it's a secret. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you want to be conscious about how you choose your certifications, okay? And, you know, I'm going to tell you guys fully transparently, I am coming out. And by the time this comes out, it'll probably be on the website uh, with a new certification program called the Spiritual Practitioner Certification Program. And it is the fill in the gaps program. Okay, it is it it is sufficient to run on its own. If you want to do spiritual coaching and counseling, it is sufficient to be its own thing. And if you have something that is already your primary thing and you're looking to fill in the gaps and make sure you've got all the pieces and parts and things like, you know, here are some rituals I can run and here's an understanding of the energetics and here's how I hold a safe container and here's how all of this stuff fits together and here's how I coach and hold safe space for people and, you know, all of that. If that's what you're looking for in addition to your primary, then it'd be perfect for that too. Okay, so these are the things, though, that you really want to think about as you are going through the process. And you want to make sure that you're also internalizing your sense of value as you go when reinforcing that you have value, right? Because this is the biggest challenge that we have, especially as we get further along in our journeys and we know more. We think, well, this takes me three minutes. It can't possibly be worth anything. And it's like, well, you're doing something in three minutes that everybody else can't do at all. So I kind of think it's worth a lot, right? <laughs> it's like, or, you know, you're doing something in three minutes that takes other people six sessions of an hour each, you know, faster. Remember that. Yeah. yeah. Remember that when you bring your car to the mechanic versus you doing your own, you know, engine rebuild. Yeah. Or, you know, why you pay extra to go to Jiffy Lube instead of going to the, the local mechanic who takes all day and keeps your car for a day and a half, you know, and Jiffy Lube, you can drive in and drive out, right? You pay extra because it's faster, right? It's less inconvenient, right? So all of these things, right? As you're working your way through these certifications, as you're getting your skills honed, as you are gaining testimonials, as you are doing all the things that allow you to up-level as a practitioner and learning things and expanding your understanding and all of it, right? Don't forget to write down how awesome you are <laughs> because you will forget. You'll be like, oh, it's just what I do. You know, <laughs> it's like, no, it's not just what you do. It's why you're freaking awesome, right? <laughs> it's like, so these are the things that I, I want you to pay attention to as you're going through this, because you need to internalize that sense of value or you will never charge what you're worth. You will never uh, be in a position where you feel like you can stop getting certifications. I begged Kathy for years, please, God, stop getting certifications. Another certification is not going to fix this problem for you. <laughs> You know, I'm like, you're not allowed to spend any more money, right? I mean, she's got a freaking PhD in transformational dynamics, right? 
<laughs> well, t- her dissertation was transformational dynamics. I mean, it's a PhD, man. What more do you need? And that was 20 years before she stopped paying for certifications. And I'm just like, well, 15 years. But yeah, still, I'm, I'm like, please stop buying certifications, right? So this is the piece because, you know, and, and this is the other side of that too, is that not only was she looking for something that would serve as a financial vehicle for her to make a living from, she also was working from a place of, wow, this stuff's really cool, right? <laughs> and she she picked the most bleeding edge things to learn, right? And And like she was doing constellation work when no one had heard of it. She literally had to fly to Europe every time she wanted to take a course because it was 20 years ago, no internet, you know, no internet courses. And and one of the courses she wanted, she couldn't take because it was only taught in German. Okay. That's how long ago this was. Okay. So this is what I'm saying is that you want to make sure that, that what you're choosing is you want to be clear why you're choosing it. Right. Because she was saying that she was choosing it to find a vehicle that would be financially solvent for her, right. That she, she could use uh, as part of, how she could show up in the world and be of service. But she was picking things that were just intellectually stimulating and cool, right? And now, to be fair, she did pick some of the other things too, and they did not work out. But, um, you know, she was one of the people that, that paid for multiple things where people said they would give them leads and they never did. You've got to be really clear why you're choosing the certification you're choosing and what you're hoping to get out of it and make a conscious choice about it. And is this going to be something that I'm going to be able to easily explain to people what I do and how I do it and why they need it and what the outcome is that they will receive from it, not just what are the pathways that I go through to get you there, right? Because nobody cares about the map until they care about the destination, right? You got to tell them where they're going before you tell them how you're going to get them there because they don't care about the how, right? That's not their job. They get that. Their job is the what, where am I going, right? So that's the sort of thing that you need to be paying attention to when you're choosing certification courses is, can I easily explain what this is? Can I easily, uh, you know, charge a reasonable amount of money for this? Or is it a commodity service, Like Reiki right now is a commodity service unless you position it very differently than everything else that's out there because there's way too many people doing it and there's way too many people undercharging for it. And so it is is a commodity and a commodity means that you shop on price. And so you're always going to be poor if you're just trying to make a living as a Reiki practitioner without any other positioning around it because... There's no reason for somebody to pay you more than the person down the street who will do it for 20 bucks an hour less, right? So that's the piece that you want to pay attention to. And I, I'm not trying to, to crap on Reiki. I'm not. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm using it as an example because it's, it's the one thing in the spiritual world that everybody knows what it is. Even people from outside of the spiritual world have heard of Reiki at this point. When I started as a Reiki teacher 20 years ago, no, that was not true. <laughs> okay. They had done a lot of work. I mean, William Rand did a huge amount of work and, and it was actually able to be certified for nursing uh, continuing education credits and things like that by the time I came in, which was, you know, 25 years ago now. 
Um, but it still was not common knowledge. It still was somewhat rare to find a Reiki practitioner and most people had never heard of it. So, you know, this gives you an idea of how long it takes for things to get into the zeitgeist of the, the general populace, right? So keep that in mind too. This is food for thought for you. Before you go out and pay for a certification, really think about what am I going to do with this? Is this something that's going to get me where I want to go in my business? Or is this a nice to have? And if it's a nice to have and you've already got good income coming in, great. Have the nice to have. No, no reason not to. If you're going to be excited by it, if you're going to be intellectually stimulated by it, fantastic. If you don't have a need to make money from it, great. Do it. Who cares? Right? Do what makes you happy. But if you are trying to build a business and it has not delivered to the level where you have a comfortable lifestyle or better, then you really need to pay attention to the things that I'm talking about right now because they become super important. There's the Kellyism. Know where you're going before you choose the vehicle that gets you there. There you go. That'll work. That'll work. A lot of food for thought, a lot of things to think about and see which path is right for you, you know? Um, Well, and, and, you know, if you guys are interested in learning more, the website will, if it doesn't yet, it will very soon uh, have a, we're we're actually going to be splitting the homepage into two pages, into two sections. There'll be the seekers page, which is going to have all the stuff that's currently on the site right now. And then we're going to have the spiritual practitioners page, which is going to have a whole set of stuff uh, around helping you be a better spiritual practitioner, helping you get more money in your business, helping you live a better life, helping you to do your personal evolution at a higher level, all of that, right? And so you, uh, if if it's not there yet, by the time this comes out, it will be very soon. <laughs> so check, just keep coming back to the website and, and you can check it out and learn more about it because, uh, you know, I'm, I, I, I'm doing what I normally do. You guys know me. I, uh, I can't help myself. I fire hose the crap out of everybody. I'm like, here, how can I give 50 times the value that you're paying? Because, you know, mostly I just want to be able to download all my information into everybody's brain and just have them all have it. And so the more I can put in at once, the faster I can accomplish that task. (laughs) You know, so, you know, it'll be a lot of value is all I'm saying. (laughs) Yeah. And and the cool thing is, no matter where, what certifications that a person has, you know, this, it's a common denominator. It brings all of those together. So it's not just a niche and then you can't apply it elsewhere. You know, it's, it's, it's kind of that overall great foundation, you know? So yeah, I have, I have somebody going through a beta test of the program right now and he's like, oh, my God, this is not just good for this thing. It's good for everything. Oh my God, this is so amazing, blah, blah, blah. And then he's saying, yeah, you can edit this piece out and that piece out, (laughs) which is why he's going through the beta test for me, right? So yeah. So by the time we're getting done, it's going to be slick. Very good. Yes. So All right. Well, check us out on the uh, website and all your favorite places to listen to podcasts. Kellysparta.com. Yes. And thank you all so much for tuning in. This is all that we have for this week, folks. Tune in next time when Kelly adds another chapter into your guide to energy, magic, and the spirit world. I'm Jules here with Kelly Sparta, and you have been listening to Spirit Sherpa. So long, everybody. Bye.
spiritual practitioner, a coach who is looking to be able to be more abundant in your business, but you don't really know how to do that. You'd love to create a group program, but you don't know what you would necessarily talk about. And you really just love some help in getting the business off the ground. And you'd really love to not have to do everything yourself. Well, then I have good news for you. My spiritual coach certification program is the way for you to be able to build a high ticket business with very little effort and to have a partner in the business along the way. We do all of the back end for you. We do all your tech. We do all of the payment processing. We do all of the onboarding, all of the customer service. And all you have to do is market, sell, and deliver on your courses. So if you'd like to learn more about this program and how it might work for you, reach out to me at spiritualcoachcertification.us and set up a discovery call. I look forward to talking with you.